Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Council Chat for the City of Wichita. I'm Becky Tuttle and it's my honor and privilege to serve as Vice Mayor for the City of Wichita and I also represent District 2 which is the northeast portion of our community and I'm lucky today to have with me Council Member Mike Holeisel. Hey Mike, how are you? Not too bad Vice Mayor, how are you doing today? Oh, just Becky, it's just Becky. <laughs> it's been a busy week. Yeah. The last week, this week, and next week on my calendar, there's just something going on all the time. But it really warms my heart because it's letting me believe and have hope that COVID is in our rear view mirror and not just our windshield, yeah. right? Let's, People let's are having events, it. we're getting invited to things again, and I think it's great. We, we get a little bit of the spring thaw going on here, uh, minus the uh, couple of little snowflakes we had just two days ago, but that is... Um, winter in kansas and springtime in kansas and summer in kansas so <laughs> sometimes uh, all in one day <laughs> right right we get it all here so uh you gotta love it if you don't love it um there's other places to go but i for one i love having seasons and um, i'm looking forward to having uh two or three weeks of spring before it gets too uh yeah, right. unbearably hot so. yeah i hope we get spring right, right. sometimes Just a we little don't bit, at yeah. least. Well, we started off this week on Monday with our first budget retreat. We were supposed to have it last Tuesday, and then we had to move it because we had an exceptionally long city council meeting. But I always tell people that during the course of the year, the budget vote is the most important vote we make, or that I make. Um, for me, it is. I, I think that where you put your treasure is a reflection of your values. And so we started having some of those conversations on Tuesday, or excuse me, on Monday. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about is for the next couple of years, our forecast looks pretty good financially because of ARPA dollars. But then when we get to 2025 and 2026, because we're always thinking that far out ahead, we're going to be looking at deficits. And so this is the time, in my opinion, to be especially prudent with funding and with our very precious resources. It's the community's resources. So how can we ensure that services are delivered effectively and efficiently to the residents in our community, but also make sure that we're making budget decisions that won't put future, uh, you know, the, the future of Wichita in a few years in jeopardy? Yeah, it, this is really interesting. This is my first time uh, going through the budget cycle here. So um, it, it's been very interesting so far. I'm eager to learn more. And I agree with you. It is a matter of morals and um, just what we value here in our community. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, some things we just need to keep looking at and find better ways to provide services to the people of Wichita that you get the best bang for your buck and it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. So. It, it, it is. I, I can't wait to dig into this a little more, and hopefully I'll have it figured out by my fourth year here. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to steal that line. <laughs> yeah. um, also, this past week at the last city council meeting, we approved the ARPA grants for workforce development. Uh, there's a lot of worthwhile programs, uh, such as WSU Tech, some of the things they're doing to help get people retrained and back into uh, the workforce that um, are really, really valuable to our community. And it's great that we're able to help people out on that level. Uh, there's also a lot of great organizations that just missed the cut. And um, there will be a second round coming through. So those organizations will have a time to reassess and um, draw up their plans again. 
And so we, we just want to make this effective. We want to get it in the hands of people who, and organizations who are going to help put people back to work and help us uh, build our tax base again and just help us keep building our, our great city. Yeah. I, I told this story a couple of weeks ago in council chat, so I won't tell the whole thing, but um, I had an opportunity to have a virtual meeting with a company in Florida who came to Wichita on a visit and didn't even reach out to our economic development team or greater Wichita partnership. They, they kind of found on their own and I wanted to call and see if they had any other questions and be hospitable and, you know, just let them know what a great place Wichita is to, to do business and to, you know, relocate or to locate one of their new super hubs. They're looking for a venue for four super hubs. And so Wichita is now going to be one of them. And so when I asked them, you know, what it made Wichita attractive, our speculative warehouse program was one of them. And then also they said the state incentives, the economic incentives that the state of Kansas offered was appealing to them. But they said the workforce. Yeah. That was one of the things that they were most excited about that they had heard consistently. And this is a company in Florida who found us in Wichita, Kansas. So I, I completely agree. I think our people are one of our biggest assets. Right. We we, we are a bunch of workers here. That's built into our DNA. Yeah, I think so. So um, we're known around the state and around the country as just being good, hardworking people. And yeah. I, I'm glad our reputation is getting out there. I did a little bit of recruiting, too, when we were in D.C., but I talked about um, how affordable it is to yeah, live here. that's true. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to say how much I pay in mortgage on my house, but um, suffice to say it's about a third of what people pay for apartments in other areas of our country like Denver or uh, some of the other places with people I had to ta uh, chat with. And it was pretty interesting. They about fell out of their chair when I told them how much I pay in mortgage yeah. a month. And so... Um, Plenty of great things to attract people uh, here to Wichita. So. Yeah, I always say people come to Wichita for the jobs, they stay for the quality of life. Right. Yeah. So speaking of economic development, and thank you for being a champion for Wichita, um, next week we're going to be um, looking at potentially looking at, we're still trying to, to determine that, maybe a second reading of an economic development policy regarding MROs. Um, we're still waiting to see if that's something that we can bring back to the bench or not. An MRO is a maintenance, repair, and overhaul facility. It's, it's a key part of the aerospace system that we have here in Wichita. We're known as the air capital of the world. We build planes, but then MRO allows us the opportunity to also service planes, which is, you know, an economic driver. And I have a, a pretty deep connection into the aerospace community because of some past work I've done. And MROs are something that are, is always talked about of wanting more and having more ability to, to bring, you know, to recruit them here. And so um, had a little bit of controversy last week and um, so we just finished with agenda review a few minutes ago and we'll be anticipating hearing from our legal department to see um, if we'll be able to revisit this again or not yeah um, this is important this is who better to work on our airplanes than the people who have built them and not only that but it also helps attract some celebrities every once yeah. in a while like Indiana Jones likes to come to That's Wichita true. and have his personal plane worked on yeah, so absolutely um so yeah this is a very important thing to look at and consider you have to be able to adapt um with the where the market is and where the markets are going and this is one area that we can take leaps and bounds and 
uh, move ahead of other areas in regards to uh, just airplane maintenance, um, yeah. just keeping them working, um, painting them, keeping everything looking nice and spiffy on them as well. Absolutely. And and in case anybody didn't follow the council meeting last week, it did pass. So I, th I said today at agenda review, I think that's one thing that we need to celebrate is that the, this did pass with the majority. It was a 4-3 vote. And so, you know, that that alone should be celebrated and, and heard lots of good feedback from the aerospace community and a lot of appreciation that this is something that we can move forward on. And we heard from the Greater Wichita Partnership that we are one of the only cities in the nation that will have this type of, of um, process for it to make it easier to have an MRO. And so excited how they can use this tool to recruit as well. All right. Bright days ahead in the, in the air capital of the world. Um, in District 3, we're also going to be looking at internal revenue bonds for air capital flight line. Um, we're going to help further working with aerospace companies to bring more development to Wichita. Again, this, this ties into the same thing that we have here. Um, we, we've seen the, the ebbs and the flows of the aviation industry and Wichita. And the more diverse we can make it, uh, the better for everybody. So this is another interesting and important issue that we'll be looking at in the next, uh, next council meeting. Absolutely. And in Delano, which is in District 4, Councilmember Bluebaugh's district, um, will be amending the project plan for development around the baseball stadium, around Riverfront um, Stadium. We had the wind surge open up their season this last week. They've had some good weather to be able to do that. But uh, we've previously, in previous councils, I think this started back in July of 2017 before I was on council, approved development and agreement. And this is will essentially expand the development within the area that already is established as a TIF district. So it's not a new TIF district, it's just expansion. And this will allow for further street um, further street parking and infrastructure investment. I think what's important about this is it's going to help us build the density around the stadium quicker. Right. And that's really important because last year we, we really lost an entire year um, because of COVID. And so the project plan within the TIFF district is expanding, which will um, help us to you know collect um, revenue quicker. So this is something that I I'm, I'm excited to see come forward. I think it's going to be good. I think it's also going to help really be the catalyst for all of the development that's going to happen around baseball. Um, I'm, I'm not a sportsy person. And back in 2019, when I was appointed in January, one of the very first votes that I had the opportunity to make was regarding the baseball stadium. And so I did a lot of research, but I ended up going to Washington, D.C. for the trip you and I went on just a couple, it seems like forever ago, but it was a month ago. <laughs> and got to see the Nationals baseball stadium and talked to the people around there. And they talked about before the stadium went in, none of the restaurants, shopping, retail, or any of that development was there. It was the baseball stadium, and then everything else followed. And so that was my rationale for voting for the baseball. And, you know, for baseball, because people right. like to go watch the right. game. I know you're a big baseball fan. So I, I really am still supportive of Riverfront Stadium and the development that's going to come. And, and this is just going to help us build that density quicker right it, we we faced a difficult situation with the pandemic and that was supposed to be the opening season so this is something we're looking at to um, help cover some potential shortcomings um, for what we should have earned back in that inaugural season so 
you got to make the best of difficult situations as yeah. part of leadership. So yeah. um, it's it's interesting. Um, I encourage the public to look into it and engage with us with feedback and. Um, it'll be on the agenda on Tuesday. So yeah, Tuesday is going to be a fun meeting. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another fun all one. been fun here the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Um, this past week, we also were granted five million dollars in grants from the state of Kansas for infrastructure improvements by said Riverfront Stadium, <laughs> and, and this is including a future sky bridge, uh, something to go from uh, hotels and office buildings across the way to the stadium. Yeah. So. It'll be an interesting devi- uh, design. Um, Five million dollars from the state. Every once in a while, the the guys up in the state legislature uh, will get something right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm learning a lot more now about um, the efficiency of local governments as opposed to states. And um, but this, we are grateful for this, and this is something that will help. Uh, w- with development down by the ballpark. so yeah, Absolutely. And then we also have several annual items that come to council each year, such as traffic signalization. Um, so it looks like we have three projects that are scheduled for Ridge and Village Circle, 29th Street North and Greenwich Road, Greenwich Road, depending on how you Greenwich say it, Road. and MacArthur Road and Hoover Road. So um, we'll have that. We also will have the Tourism Business Im- Improvement District. I just had a meeting this morning. I think you did as well with Visit Wichita to learn a little bit about the great work that they do. One of the things that they told us when I had my meeting that I was very excited about is that they're projecting that 2022 and especially by 2023, we'll be back to the same tourism rate as we were in 2019, which is a much quicker recovery than most had anticipated. So they were excited about that and I was excited to hear and, and, and I'm going to be um, anticipating hearing some more information and reading over the agenda packet over the weekend to learn even more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope, like you said earlier, let's hope we uh, are leaving that pandemic in the rear view mirror. Yes. I think we're all ready to move on I at agree. this point. So any big plans for the weekend? No, not, not too much. Um, there is an Easter egg hunt at Stepstone, which is a great organization where battered women are finding a safe place to go. Yeah. And they bring their families along. Um, it's in Hill uh, Hilltop, which is in my district. Uh, Two o'clock Saturday Thank afternoon. Thank you. That's great. Um, yeah, it's it sounds like a great event. Um, it's, it's always fun to get out there and watch the kids watching, uh, yeah. looking for the Easter egg. So um, that's really about it, and just spending some quality time with the family and going to church and. Uh, yeah. Just normal Easter stuff. And reading your packet, right? <laughs> it's yes. another large one. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. And in case you guys don't know, um, we get about a phone book of, uh, of information a week that we have to go through. And any council member worth their salt, and I think all of us on here are, uh, you got to read it. And yeah. you got to look out for things that you're concerned about or the public might be concerned about or any improvements that we can come up with along the way. So yeah. that's, uh, that makes for fun reading. Let me just tell you, I don't read uh, novels anymore. It's, <laughs> I just read the agenda packet every week. There so. you go. Well, you mentioned the Easter egg hunt in your district. What's one of your favorite places in your district, in District 3? Ooh, um, I love the parks in District 3. I'm a disc golfer, and we oh, have nice. Herman Hill, and we have Clatt Park has a nice, and they're expanding yeah. to a 36-hole um, um, disc golf course and Cessna Cessna Park. 
Um, and Watson Park as well. They're, they don't do disc golf, but they have the boats and the ponies and the little red train. And yeah. everybody's been on the little red train in Watson Park. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, so um, those are those are the crown jewels of my district, I think, is uh, our, the park system down there. Yeah, that's How about great. yourself? You know, um, I don't have a furry friend, but um, I do love Harrison Park, and we have an amazing dog park. So it's just fun to even go and watch other people interact with their, you know, their pets. Um, great park. You know, we have great parks in District 2. We also have a lot of local restaurants and, you know, kind of places to go and gather, and especially on a weekend like this when the weather's supposed to be nice hang outside with some friends and just reconnect now that you know COVID is, <laughs> is kind of in a rear view mirror like we said a couple times and be able to catch up with some people but I like to shop and dine locally as right. much as I can and and especially in district two right. so I'm sure there's going to be some of that in my weekend <laughs> so well it was great chatting with you the same here yeah um yeah I'm looking forward to again uh, this is the second time we've done council it chat is together um I have not even done it with um, Council Member Blue Ball and Council Member Johnson yet. Okay. So um, already in already number two with you. So um, always enjoyable to chat with you. Always enjoyable to see you. Me and, too. Um, I look forward to working with you in the next two to four to six to yeah, eight, however, however many years yeah. we're, we're around together. Well, thank you for your service. And thank you, everyone, for listening today, and thanks for joining us. We hope that you'll be sure to subscribe and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please reach out to your council members at every any time. Um, you know, I always say my door and my mind are always open. So with that, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy Easter, Wichita. Happy Easter.